Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. My name is Dave. And I'm Matt. And we are Rip Beer Radio. That's right. We are Rip Beer Radio, and we are here today with some new creations. Yeah, that we are. Uh, is that a full sentence? Uh, we have some uh, homemade uh, concoctions yeah. and, a, uh, and a few other things that we might explore. Maybe. Rip Beer Radio. I'm excited. Matt, remember in the last episode when we were chatting and I came to your house in Minneapolis and I forgot to bring the root beer that I had made specifically so we could try in the podcast? I do remember. Oh, that day <laughs> I brought a bottle of club soda. Are you, do you have that club soda or you have your own? I have it. You have, that's your own. No, that's one you yeah. have. Yeah, I've got my own, okay. but I also do have the one that you brought. Okay. Cause I was going to warn you when you open that club soda, it's going to take you min- like 10 minutes maybe. I still have to open mine. It's so pressurized. Every time I've opened it up, it's exploded all over my kitchen. <laughs> Market Pantry Club Soda from Target. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start opening it right now. But, I'm excited. <laughs> oh, you're not kidding. Holy cow. <laughs> no, the, the bubbles rush like... That's crazy. I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah, it's so, I don't know. Every single bottle I've had of this specific soda, club soda, has done this. And it just keeps rushing. So I have to vent it. Oh my gosh. That reminds me of a, of a time that I went to a, a corn maze with my grandpa. Which one? Uh, I can't even tell you where it was. I <laughs> uh, I don't remember, but I was I got lost in the corn maze and I had a bottle of Seven Up with me, and I was running around and it was, it was in my hand. I was shaking it the whole time, not aware that I was shaking it. Finally, make make it out to the end of the maze and I see my grandpa waiting there for me. I'm like, oh, thank God I'm out. Hey, grandpa, can you open this for me? And he opens it up and it sprays everyone around us. <laughs> uh, thanks, grandpa. Uh, to be a kid again. Oh, to but, be again. I don't remember. Actually, I do. I feel like I'm still a kid. All right. So we made, I made two root beers. You made one. Yep. And I have, I have not tried one of my two root beers. Okay. I haven't tried yours. But, yeah, I haven't tried either of yours. This is exciting. So yeah. we exchanged glass jars of sodas you gave me some in a nice little mason jar mason brand oh it's a ball it's a ball oh, wow it's a ball jar yeah and Big i spender here i gave you up here in a an old jelly jar in an old smucker's container it like appears a, to be strawberry not not the small one the big one <laughs> yeah and uh got a nicer one over here what's that one it's the big axe brewing company a little uh mini growler yeah, maybe you've seen that on our instagram or facebook or twitter accounts i posted a picture yeah. of that recently from a yurt yeah a yurt yes i was in a yurt which is like a big tent cabin <laughs> it's very sweet okay 
All right. Should we try? Okay. So I made two rapiers. One of them is all natural, right? Using all natural ingredients. And the second one that I made on 12, 17, 20, which is labeled on the top of the jar with tape, right? Uh, not on mine. I didn't label it. I think it's the one in the jelly. Hold the jelly one up again so I can see it. The jelly one, I think, is the natural one. Oh, is that one lighter in color? Yeah. The, I guess I can't tell. The one that's more yellow-orangey is actually... So the thicker one, the syrupy one. Uh-oh. They both look similar to me. Matt, I think it's the one in the jelly jar. I think I'll be able to taste what's what's the natural one and what's not, but... You're right. Oh, I don't know. Okay, so... Who knows? First, start with the jelly jar. <laughs> Um, this is the one that I made with an extract. And so I have this extract right here. It is from Watkins. You've heard of Watkins. It's a Minnesota company right there. Yeah. That looks like a root beer flavoring one. It is. It's called root beer concentrate, naturally flavored. Um, and then it says it in French as well. So this one, um, it says the ingredients are water, sugar, alcohol, and natural flavors. Okay. Sounds pretty simple. Yeah, so it, it calls for sugar, water, and then concentrate, and then you mix it with club soda or sparkling water, right? Yeah. Forward. I used brown sugar, cane sugar. With, so let me start over. Light brown cane sugar, white cane sugar, and honey to sweeten this. Nice. I, I broke up the, the sugar into a couple different things. So I think you're going to be able to taste the honey very forward this one is one part extract two parts soda water so you want to try this all right it's in the uh jelly one yeah it's you think are i'm pretty sure so one oh my gosh i forgot well yeah i would say that's that's the one because it kind of smells like it like what like jelly? smells like honey it smells like honey yeah so syrupy to me yeah when i poured it it looked very thick now i was thinking when i i saw that i thought maybe that's the honey but i wasn't sure if that was the honey or if that's just like what happened extra because because you've made one you made one a while ago that was really syrupy as well yeah oh and And canada dry club soda well, and it almost looks like a ginger. It's it's yellow. When you look through it, it's yellow. Are you just eyeballing it right now, Matt? Oh, I've got measuring lines on the mason jar that I'm using. Oh, what did I do? Not sure how I feel about this, Matt. How long ago did you make this? Made this on Sat Friday, Friday or Saturday. Okay, so it hasn't been too long. No. Was it this color when you made it? Or have you tried it yet? I haven't tried it yet. Well, it's very honey. Yeah, that's it almost that's <laughs> it almost tastes like uh, like Aunt Jemima uh pan, uh pancake syrup. That is like what I'm getting. <laughs> oh, it's so sweet. Maybe you have to add a <laughs> I would I would add more water to that. Holy cow. Um it honestly, I don't know if you did this as a kid, but like I would uh, take the syrup bottle and just like 
dunk it straight into my mouth. That's kind of what it tasted like. Diluting yeah. that a little more. Oh, it's so sweet regardless. <laughs> Maybe I need to. Oh, I should have uh, adjusted my sugar. Yeah, that's still very sweet. Whew. No wonder. No wonder it pours like syrup because it is. It really is. It's, uh, there's no root beer flavor anymore. You can tell it's a root beer by the way it is. I mean, it's got a little wintergreen taste to it, right? Wintergreen and vanilla, I taste. Yeah. And behind the cloud of honey. Yeah. Um, now, you can't see this at home, but if you know what a, an Oak Creek blonde barrel-aged root beer is, that's what mm-hmm. it looks like. Yeah, I'd agree. Matt, you just picked up the regular Oak Creek barrel-aged I did. beer. Have you tried it yet? Yeah, I drank it last night. Uh, it's okay. I'm not going to give like huge rave reviews about it, but you know, it's a solid rip beer. I thought it was okay. That's what I told you. And you were really disappointed when I told you. That. Yeah. I mean, like if, if you're going to advertise barrel aged soda, I kind of want to taste the barrel a little, you know, yeah. it's because uh, Oak barrels can give a lot of nice fun vanilla and, mm. you know, kind of fun spice background notes. And there was none of that in there. Yeah. So I was a little disappointed. Oh, well. Sorry. I know, man. Tried to warn you. But I picked those bottles up at the new Blue Sun Soda Shop. Yeah, in, in Rich- Richfield. Yeah. That's a pretty sweet, it's a sweet little shop, right? I'm very happy I've got it closer. So Yeah, and it's got basically the same same amount of root beer there as they do in their other store. I mean, it's the same inventory that they're working from, right? Yeah, but like all the other sodas, it seems to be like for like cherry cherry colas and that sort of stuff it doesn't seem to be as abundant but root beer it's like an entire wall oh they know they know mark knows what's up (laughs) i do appreciate it i'll be uh a frequent visitor well it makes you know it's a nice central location so like i know if i'm in the north side of the city i got an extra stop to make right in spring lake park yeah i know that if i'm going through jordan minnesota and the in, during the season, I'm going to stop by the candy store. Yeah. Now I know if I'm going through, you know, Minneapolis or on my way to the airport or something, I know where I'm going to stop mm-hmm. on the way or on the way home. Yeah. You know, I was thinking about this the other day, actually for the last yesterday, today, I don't know. Um, the candy store in Jordan, the first time I ever went there was with you, Matt. Did I go with you guys? You went for your bachelor party, man. I don't think I went in the store. Really? It was I think this was after I got lit up in paintball. Oh yeah. You yeah. So I went back to the hotel while you guys like you guys stopped and got me like saltwater taffy and other you know things. But yeah. But it was for you. Yeah, it was for me, which I appreciated. Mike bought you. Our brother Mike bought you the saltwater taffy. Yeah. Yeah, and I bought a six-pack of root beer, and I was really disappointed in – no, no, no. I bought a six-pack of root beer, but I was really disappointed in the root beer that I had gotten on my way. I got killer brew, and I was really disappointed in that. <laughs> bought more root beer from, from the candy store. But I just had that impression yeah. that, that, that you were, you were the, around the first time I went there. Yeah. Very exciting. That – I definitely got shot over a hundred times that day. Have you healed yet? 
I mean, psychologically, no. <laughs> uh, coming up. Uh, if I can, if I never have to run the gauntlet again, I'll be, uh, I'll be happy about it. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, God, this, this root beer is very sweet. I'm yeah. going to try and just slam it because I don't have a place to pour it out. Weird things floating in it. I get that too. No. Do you see it? Yeah. What is that? Uh, my camera can't pick that up. It's old. I don't know what that is because it's literally, like I told you what I put in it. Mm-hmm. I can see it looks like strings, but it's bubbles. And then there is like, it's like there's pulp from orange juice in it. <laughs> that is exactly what it looks like. Yeah. If I didn't know any better, I'd say this is diluted orange juice. Oh my goodness. No, orange juice is not this sweet. Not as much sugar. Oh my god! I made way too much of that. I had to do too much of that. Diabetes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that was my first one. Super sweet. Gonna lay off the sugar. I mean, I don't, I don't, and I don't love the like the idea of making a root beer from concentrate all the time. I know that like Eric from Eric's Gourmet Root Beer site, he makes a lot of root like his own recipes of root beer that focus around the McCormick root beer concentrate. Okay. Um, but adding things to that. So that's one, I mean, that is one way to do it. And that's one uh, way done it. When, when you, uh, not to interrupt, but when you, uh, when you added the sugar for this, did you add the honey by weight to the, for the sweetness? You mean by weight? Did I just start pouring it in? Yeah. I did. Yeah. Or yeah. Did you like, have a, an idea of how much you wanted to add before you did it? I eyeballed it to like a quarter cup or something. Cause I, okay. Cause it's okay. So it's a one and three quarter cups of sugar is what you're supposed to add. Now here's my mistake. I went even on the one and three quarter cups, but I used part regular cane sugar, part brown sugar, which is much sweeter. Mm-hmm. And then part honey, which is also very sweet. I wonder if the honey might be denser in sugar than in the than the powdered stuff because it's already dissolved into water, Could be. and it's already a very thick syrup. I don't know if you can make uh, I don't know if a syrup like honey it would be the equivalent of a one to one simple syrup, right? Or a two to one. I think it's more of like a two to one in terms of sugar concentration, uh, which means that you know like in the same volume you, you're going to have more sweetness carry over in the honey than than in regular sugar. I think. Well, I could be wrong on that. People might call me out on it. That's fine. Adding the brown sugar too, which yeah, much sweeter. Yeah, that was very sweet. Yeah, my bad. Next time. Uh, no, hey. <laughs> We're here to make mistakes so other people don't have to. Um, mine or yours next? Uh, let's, let's try yours. Um, I'm kind of interested because you did a natural one. I did not do a natural one. So I, uh, yes. So this is a natural root beer. I'm just trying to, I'm going to pull up the, uh, the recipe. It's the same recipe I used before, but I tweaked it a little bit. Okay. So okay. Um, this is for five cups of water, which I believe is what I used. Five. I think I used five because last time I didn't use enough, I don't think. So this one also, Matt, just a reminder, is one part uh, concentrate, two parts club soda or soda water all right so i think i used 0.5 ounce of sassafras root 
0.25 ounces of licorice root, um, 0.25 ounces of cherry bark, two cloves, two allspice, one cinnamon stick simmered for 15 minutes, half a nutmeg, I believe. That's what I'm seeing. Simmered it all for 45 minutes. Oh, actually, I simmered it for like an hour or something. Um, I used half a vanilla bean on the back or for like a half hour or something. But as we discussed, I want to figure out how to extract that, extract that vanilla bean flavor more efficiently mm-hmm. in the future. Um, and then I also used wintergreen extract, cane sugar, brown sugar, honey. Yeah. I think I so. Uh, before I forget, I do have thoughts on how to uh, get that vanilla flavor. So we can circle back to that okay. after we taste this. I also added uh, star anise extract. And it is pronounced anus. Is it? Anus. Anus. Yeah. It's anus. Well, I use At it. least that's what Google Translate tells me. Oh, yeah. I <laughs> wasn't teaching a band lesson the other day. And I was talking to a student about how I aspired to be a root beer sommelier. Because I was like, how do you say this word? And then I went to Google and just played it over and over and <laughs> over again. <laughs> sommelier. <laughs> just kept repeating it. It was a really productive band lesson. Actually, that kid crushed it. So <laughs> she is. All right. So one to two. One to two. My jar is like locked up this is one i'm pretty proud of i really liked this one um i really liked this one i've shared it with friends i'm sharing it with you i'm excited it's not syrupy which is always a plus smell like I'm getting a lot of honey still. Um, a lot that honey. might be the carryover from the first one. <laughs> no, the um, honey in this one as well. Definitely vanilla. Okay. That's all I'm getting in the nose. Oh, dang. I like that. Right. Uh, that's... Color. Yeah, it's kind of like, it's definitely got a, like a kind of a brown hue to it. Uh, oh, whoa. A lot of spice. So like a lot of the cinnamon and nutmeg, that kind of comes through uh, in the background. Mm-hmm. It's not terribly sweet. I'm not really getting so much clove. Right. But I'm getting some allspice. I'm getting some vanilla. This is what's really cool about root beers to me is that like there can be like a whole lot of depth to flavor in them. And that I think is like the really exciting bit. And then, like, so when you get one that's like really monotone, it's I'm like, all right, fine. Well, cause I'm drinking barks again. But. Right. Right. <laughs> Man, I have, um, I, I think it's separated. Yeah. Cause it was in my fridge for fridge for so long. I don't think I like shook it enough before I poured poured it into yours so i think you got the most powerful flavors well if it's separated i think it would end up at the bottom of yours yeah but mine is not it doesn't taste oh. remember it. oh it tastes like watered down oh well a bit more i think yours is great so 
yeah, that's uh, that's solid. Can't wait to make it again. Yeah. Now, did you use the uh, sassafras root bark or the powder? Well, it it was root bark, right? That's what you. So, so you, like there were like there were like actual chunks. Yes. I, okay. I what I did this time, um, I made like a teapot. Mm-hmm. Looked like, um, like what are those? What are those? Like a calzone. Kind of like a calzone, but what is the <laughs> like little thing with? meat inside of it like a pot sticker like a dumpling it looked yeah like a pot sticker yeah because i stapled all the edges around it. <laughs> Half cheap. Um, yeah uh yeah but i actually like i shook it to get only the large pieces of the bark that were left in the bag into, okay into my my teaspoon so yeah because i have the sassafras root bark powder mm-hmm. um if you are buying this stuff online, I'd be uh, wary of using what I have. I I got like a, I think it's like a two pound bag of it. It's a lot. And I like, I'm like using it one ounce at a time. If I use that much, <laughs> this stuff is super fine. It immediately clogs a coffee filter. So like I can't really use a coffee filter to uh, make anything with. And that's why I've kind of like shied away from making more all natural root beers. It's just cause I'm like, Oh man, I don't want to, don't have to go through this again right and this time it actually uh it was really a lot easier for me to strain Mm -hmm. because i i did use coffee filters to strain it as well but my little my little pod like held together better it didn't leak out like it it had in the past Mm -hmm. um and then i like poured in the coffee filter and then squeezed it out (laughs) nice (laughs) it felt really well um yeah i might have to try that um Especially with the uh, with the root powder because that it's been such a hassle. Yeah, like I don't want to sit there for five hours waiting for it to drain a quarter cup. You know, it's uh, it's crazy how fast it clogs the filter. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Oh, this is a lot of sugar in there. Oh, we. It's a sword I'm happy to fall on, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. There was one time before I want, I want to say it was either before Rip Your Radio started or it was like at the very beginning of Rip Your Radio, mm-hmm. my friend Tim came into town. Tim lives in Alabama right now. And he came into town. He was my roommate in college. And so I bought six or 12 Rip Beers and we drank them all in one. Oh, my God. Six or drank them all. In one I don't know why that's more disturbing to me than like killing a uh, twelve pack. You know, <laughs> it's instantly giving diabetes. Oh my god! Horrible afterwards and the next day. Ugh, it was rough. Yeah, I, I I had friends in college who would do a case day. I think my younger brother would do that occasionally as well. Greg? Like, yeah, where they try and drink an entire case of beer in a day. And that's still less disturbing to me than drinking a six bottles of root beer. Yeah. I don't know why. Just the, the level of sugar, I think, is frightening. But, you know, you consume that much booze, uh, I guess. It's frightening. Yeah. But, oh. uh, okay. Woof. All right. I'm alive. All right. So, 
Wait, wait, what do you use? Are you just eyeballing it right now when you're pouring it into your glass? No, I've got a. There's like little gradients on here. On the side of your jar. Is that another ball jar? Yep. Yes, it is. Genius. See, I'm using a quarter cup. Mm. Um, and so I'm drinking three fourths of a cup every time. Yeah, I'm still I'm still drinking. You know, six ounces every time. So it's a uh, it's a lot. Now, and a shaking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, I'm moving on to to mine here. Yours is very dark, Matt. I added caramel color. Caramel color. Yeah. Where do you get that? Amazon. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure you can pick it up in Target or any grocery store in the confectioner's aisle. Like there we go. Pop the top off. Should I shake this? Um, I don't think there's anything to like separate in here. I can't really smell much, Matt. It smells like cane sugar to me. But it's not cane sugar. It's cane sugar. It smells like what is it? Ooh, that was a mistake. Ugh. What did you do? I just uh, I had a little bit of syrup dripping down the side of the of the, of the jar, so I decided to lick it off my finger and woof, sweet. Ooh. Almost spilled just now. All right, I'm gonna put the lid very carefully back on this because I don't want to drop this and get ants everywhere. Ants go marching. Boop, 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 boop. All right, so this extract is a. Uh, one to three ratio. Okay. Oh yeah, I touched it. And I'm sticky. <laughs> yeah. So this is uh pretty much one pound. And, you know, one point one pounds of uh of corn sugar. I had corn sugar laying around from brewing. Uses we I use that a lot for bottle carbonating natural carbonation on on beer and um i decided to just use that as the sweetener in this um i use the loran oils uh root beer flavoring uh it's often used in candy um uh, uh, candy making flavoring and i think one of the little jars was uh nine dollars on amazon and you got it, it it comes in a dram, which is like apparently like one fluid ounce. It is the smallest bottle you could ever conceive of. Um, but I think some of the flavor does come through. I did uh, this was twenty four ounces of extract or, or syrup that root beer syrup I made. Um, to be diluted in three parts. I can't do the math. Can't brain today. Um, so yeah, it makes 24 ounces of syrup, um, one pound of corn sugar, one dram of the Loran oils, root beer flavoring, uh, just a splash. I didn't even measure it of the, uh, wintergreen, uh, oil flavoring from, oh crap. I can't remember what the, what it was called, but there was a wintergreen oil, uh, essence or whatever that I got online. I simmered a cinnamon stick, two cloves of all, uh, two cloves and two allspice for five minutes. I didn't give it a whole lot of time, strained those out, and then just an 
I kept adding caramel color till it was dark. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, not that, very precise in my measurements, but and you, then some vanilla extract. What have you? Yeah. Tried? Oh, I tried it. I was tasting it while I was making it. Yeah. Uh, to see if I needed more sweetness or more flavor, whatever. And I regret adding the wintergreen oil. So, what? Why? Why? Yeah. I think it makes it taste bad. Okay. Uh, like, like that was the one change where I noticed, like, oh, I don't really like this anymore. So, true. I think it was okay with just the uh, with the root beer flavoring, the vanilla, the cinnamon, uh, allspice, and clove. Mm-hmm. That was fine. Added the wintergreen flavoring, and I hated it. Well, I don't hate it, but it's not as solid. Okay. <laughs> I think it's fine. The wintergreen oil, I think, gave it like an astringency or slight bitterness on the finish. Big bitterness. It tastes like accidentally ate. <laughs> Your definition of bitter versus my definition of bitter is very different. <laughs> let me let me just address that right now. <laughs> Armor all on my tongue. It does. It does feel like you. I I put cleaner in my mouth. Yeah, it does. But it's a cleaner. Yeah. I'm sorry, Matt. No, no, no. That's a very fair judgment against this. And I, I'm never using that wintergreen oil again. I think it. Yeah, there's some sort of cleaner that Kim's dad uses. I think. <laughs> Smells slash tastes like. I haven't tasted it, but I can imagine that this is what it tastes. Like. Well, you know, like when you're like, uh, you know, working on something in the garage, like, uh, you know, spraying like WD-40 or something and like it, it's things aerosolize and you can kind of taste it as you're, as you're working on whatever, that's kind of what I get. Yeah. It's kind of like a tire cleaner kind of. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not a fan. <laughs> this was oils. These were these, are the, are you sure they're edible? Yeah. Pretty sure. sure. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, they're marketed as such, so I'd have to imagine that, you know, to some degree, do they consider it edible, but they also I, all ailments. Yeah. The other thing is that the, that the bottle I used was also open for a very long time. Mm. Why? So, I mean, like I had used this in that oil in the last root beer I made, like when I lived in my last house. Whoa. So and it moved with me. Wait, is that the same stuff that I have? Yeah, it comes in like those little bomber bottles. Oh, I like that. You like that? That. Oh, maybe maybe we just need to use it when we open it. Wait, wait, no, because I have used it over and over again. Here, let me grab it quick. Yeah, maybe we're not talking about the same thing. Yeah. Oh. Well, Matt's gone because he's not going to listen to this. Guys, that was bad. <laughs> don't, don't tell him I said that. <laughs> it really does taste like there's cleaner on my tongue. Like, but I have to keep drinking it. Oh, all right. But, but. <laughs> Welcome back. Thanks. <laughs> that is Silver Cloud Estates Pure Wintergreen Extract. Yeah, well, that's the same bottle that I use. Now, I don't like it at all. I thought we found that if you use too much of it, it gets weird. 
Well, I didn't even add a whole lot. How much did you add? Like a literal splash. Um, oh, really? I didn't have, I didn't, like, I was probably less than a teaspoon. What? See, I think I was adding two tablespoons to mine. Yeah, and and what's crazy is that I was tasting the extract as I was going. Like, I was taking a little bit out, diluting it, sipping it, mm-hmm. seeing where it was at. I liked everything up until I added that. Hmm. Do you think that maybe it just, because what, what else did you use? Uh, there was cinnamon. Uh-huh. How, wait, how long did you boil that? Only five minutes. And I didn't like, it wasn't, it was a bare simmer to okay. extract there. There was clove. There was allspice. Same time. Hmm. Um, I was worried about extracting bitterness and tannins out of the, out of the cinnamon. So I didn't let it stay there long. Right. Uh, the flavoring agent, the uh, Loran oils that went in, but that was kind of cool when it went in. So I'm not worried about burning or like disassociating flavors there. And uh, vanilla. I question the Lorraine oils. It tasted fine before that. I'm I'm telling you, it it was this wintergreen stuff. Do you think it maybe there was a reaction between the Lorraine oil and the wintergreen extract? Because that could be some sort of reaction there. Or Um, something where... I'm not sure. Uh, I, I, I'm going to just flat out say it. I've never liked it. I uh, never liked this wintergreen extract. So I just, I, I think you're wrong. Well, we can agree to disagree. <laughs> now, did you the, see the second root beer that I made today? Cause that was oh, heavy on the wintergreen. Of, of this very one. Yeah. Really? That's what I used. Yeah. No kidding. Mm-hmm. That maybe my, my maybe my judgment's clouded, and the star and thus you know uh, on another taste of this one which one it uh, of mine, the kind of bitter kind of cleaning product sort of thing that's all in the aftertaste mm-hmm. everything up front's fine, it's the finish on it that's kind of gross. But for me, it's a quick turn to that. Yeah, I mean, it's not, it Maybe. doesn't have a pleasant lingering flavor. Right. Sorry. And also, it could have just been the, the caramel the caramel color. <laughs> is there a distinct, is there a taste to that? I've never noticed it to have one. But you've never used so much. Well, this wasn't a terrible amount. I mean, like diluted, I can still see light through it. Through the yeah, you're right. So as dark as that gnome soda, the gnome rip here. Yeah, yeah, and, and that this is in this caramel food coloring is the exact same stuff that they put in pretty much every soda ever. Right. So, I mean that that's you know dark brown. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Hmm. well, I'll try another day. Yeah, but for right now, this is uh, not my not my favorite. I have now. I have. So we have both have so much of it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna give it as gag gifts for Christmas. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. This is really mean. Oh, you're fine. <laughs> I can tell you're getting upset. You're. I'm, I'm devastated. <laughs> uh, as if your parents never gave you constructive criticism as a child. <laughs> <laughs> Knowing your parents. 
Yep. <laughs> oh, there's one last thing that I made. Yeah. Let's see if I can't get Jennifer in here to try it too. Yeah. Now, folks at home, maybe you saw Instagram stories slash Facebook story. I made for a cookie exchange some root beer float cookies. Now, it's basically just like, I think it's like a sugar cookie with root beer flavoring, the McCormick root beer concentrate uh, to flavor the, this, the cookie itself to taste like root beer. Um, and then the, there's, it's, it's like a patty, right? It's like an oatmeal cream pie, if you will. Mm-hmm. Where there's two cookies and in between is sandwiched frosting. The frosting is just yeah. a buttercream frosting. Hey, Jen. Hi. Oh, yeah. She can't hear me because of yeah, that. Yeah, she can't hear you. I can't hear him. No. Yeah. Let's see. Well. All right. So we're going to try these. I've tried them, but Matt and Jen have not yet. Okay. I'm going to take a quick bite here. Mine fell apart. Mine dried out. Homemade? Oh, yeah. It's like a sugar cookie, and I love sugar cookies. <laughs> yeah, I'm not getting a whole lot of, like, actual root beer. No. Um, did you finish it? Yep. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no. The reason... I'm still cooking them, though. The reason that you can't taste much root beer yeah. is that I doubled the batch because I needed to make 60 cookies. Oh, boy. I know. I know. It's a cookie exchange with nine people, nine other people. They all needed six. When there's two cookies per cookie <laughs> by cooking. I broke my hand mixer. The motor burned out because I'm <laughs> I made a double batch and I doubled everything except the root beer. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so it still tastes great. It's just, uh, you know, yeah. light on the root beer. And they're supposed to be root beer cookies. So I was pretty disappointed in myself on that one. But I've learned my lesson, and I will now triple every root beer flavoring I've, I'll ever see again. That looks. Do we discuss this now, or? Yeah, we can give a little. Uh... Yeah, we'll put a little tease out here. Um, so I, we were talking to uh, um, Luke and what, what's the other guy's name? Jay. Yeah, we were talking to uh, to the two of them on their show, mm-hmm. and I think Luke mentioned. Uh, trying this A and W root beer float dessert topper, and he said it was disgusting. Mm-hmm. And light bulbs immediately went off in my head. I'm like saying, "Hey, we haven't had that on a root beer flavored things episode yet." So I found it on Amazon for like nine dollars, and I'm like, "That's ridiculous," because it's only uh, twelve ounces. But I mean, and for the sake of science, uh, let's jump on this one. And I ordered it, and I have it in my hand. Did, did and one bottle that came. What? It's just one bottle that came? Yeah, you can buy a six pack for like 30 bucks or whatever <laughs> crazy amount, but I don't know why you would want to have six of these. Right. Because if it's as disgusting as uh, people say it was, um, I don't know. I'm going to give it a fair shake. Uh, I'm excited. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm excited. I think we got a good episode, a good Rip Your Flavor Things episode coming up. 
Right. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Yeah. There's one thing that I still am on the hunt for. I really just need to order it off of Amazon or something, which I'm going to have to do that before the next time. Hopefully we get some snow. That's all I have to say before Ooh. the next time. Hey, speaking of which, have you tried your uh, rip your uh, fuel additive? That's what I was getting at. That's what I was. Oh, getting. bummer. Sorry. Uh, I, I'm really excited. I, I just remember that you have that. I don't <laughs> I need to order it. There's oh, I thought I thought you. Oh, I thought you had it. I never did. I don't know why I didn't, but I think I had a list of things. Yeah. Uh, if this wasn't COVID times, like if I saw a uh, if I saw a snowstorm coming, I'd uh, and say we should have a sleepover just so we can <laughs> try it out at the same time. <laughs> oh man! Wow! Ridiculous! We can always sleep in tents outside. We could. I did order a new quilt. So, Pete of uh, the Metrodome, right? Mm-hmm. What is that 20, 2009, 2010? You remember that? Yeah, I do. We were in college, so you were at the U. Yeah, yeah. I was a uh, would have been a sophomore, junior. Right. Yeah, we were juniors. So, right? Yeah, we were juniors because I had my car. So, what happened was for all the people not living in Minnesota that don't know what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> It was probably 2010. Yeah. 2010. It was Brett. Here, I can fact check this while we talk about it. Brett Favre's last season with the Minnesota Vikings before he retired. And uh, the Metronome collapsed on a Friday, Saturday, something like that. They're supposed to, or no, Sunday. They're supposed to play on Monday night. So the, Met, the Metronome is this big canvas roof over the stadium. And it collapsed because there was so much snow. The, the snow was so heavy and came down. We had like multiple feet of snow that day. I remember getting back to my apartment and like having to shovel. I was, I don't know. I was like, I just shoveled myself into my home and then it was crazy. So, yeah. December 12th, 2010. 2010. There you go. Oh yeah. So 2010, 11 season after mm-hmm. the devastating 20, 2009 season. I don't want to talk about it. I threw <laughs> an NFC title. Anyways. Um, so the dome comes down and they have to scramble to figure out what they're going to do to play the bears. I think it was the bears, right? The bears, the bears, the bears. Yeah, I think it was. They decided to play it at the brand new TCF bank stadium at the university of Minnesota. Go, go for sky. Yuma. <laughs> uh, not so much anymore. Um, nope. And so they sold tickets for it. And like they had people, you know, the old school show up to the stadium, shovel, shovel yourself out. The field was, was it heated at that point? Um, I think they added that later. Yeah. Cause, cause then the Vikings played there while they were building us, yeah. which was just crazy to think about. Um, so it was not a heated field. So it was like frozen. It was cold. Mm-hmm. And my brother, my brother, Mike, right. You know, Mike, you know, Mike. Yeah. Of course I know Mike. <laughs> He was just like, hey, you want to go to this game? And I was like, why not? It's a Monday night on school school night. Let's go. So I got in my car and drove. And like the weather was so bad still. There, I passed like 20 cars in the ditch between River Falls and Hudson, which is like a 10-mile drive. And yeah. I still made it. I probably almost spun out a couple times, but I had the old Geo prism. So I made it to the game. We scalped tickets from some somebody <laughs> on the corner. <laughs> and then we got in. 
we're sitting way up in the nosebleeds. Like there were no one, there was no one else around us. It was just crazy. Yeah. So cold. And we were there and Brett Favre died. Because <laughs> 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 someone like they tackled him on the rock hard turf and he got hurt and he was out. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. But I remember, yeah, he left. It was like a legends game too. So like Randy Moss was, I think was, was he there? Chris Carter was there. Bunch of like big, big time Vikings. Anywho, rest in peace, Minnesota Vikings. Season. <laughs> yeah. Horrible. Have you, uh, not to switch gears here, but did you, have you started tapping into your uh, repair hall yet? Oh, the one, the, the, which hall? Uh, just the one you got the other day. Yeah. Picked up from Northern Soda, those ones. Because I've been drinking the ones that I picked up. And this Twigs one. Yeah. I don't, have you had this? Yep. I really dig this one. Like that one, they're out of, uh, I think, like, they're out of Wisconsin. I think in the Green Shawano. Bay. Yeah. I think that's a Green Bay area. Mm-hmm. I really like this one. It was uh, kind of herbal and... It was exciting. Like, you know, and then that's what I really liked about it. And then I had the, the birch beer from uh, Johnny Ryan. Oh, yeah. How'd you like that? I really liked that one, too. I've got, or... got the root beer here, too. But Johnny Ryan does. Try, try... I, um, I tried the birch beer that I got from Northern Soda Company. Yeah. Yeah, it was really light. I didn't feel yeah. like, oh, man, I'm drinking a lot of sugar. It was really light. It was nice. Yeah, that was uh, that was my experience with that as well. Uh, I think I drank that the night you gave it to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was good. I also got their Thanksgiving Reserve, which was like a I think it was like a cranberry orange soda, which tasted very much like their so like their I mean their orange soda. Um, it was good. It was a solid orange soda. Yeah, what an exciting time to be alive. <laughs> well, so we have so much variety. Well, okay. <sighs> they also so. Um, Michael and, and Jesse and everybody at Northern Soda hooked me up with that, with that Thanksgiving reserve, the orange soda. They gave me a growler of that, which was delicious. Um, and then they also gave me their, um, they had a uh, Halloween four pack, which I originally wanted because they had a pumpkin spice root beer. Oh, I was really excited to try it. Well, apparently all of their pumpkin spice root beers for some reason went flat. And so they ended up getting rid of all of the, the cans. So I got to pick a huckleberry soda to go in it. But there's a candy corn soda, a caramel apple soda, and the last one. What else is Halloween theme, man? You had candy corn. Was it a marshmallow? No. I had a picture of it, didn't I? You probably did. It's upstairs. I got so many sodas this week. <laughs> okay. Okay, here we go. Yep. Oh yeah, potion punch. Potion punch. So like, I assume like a fruit punch or Hawaiian punch kind of. Thing. Yeah, I would, I would imagine. Yeah. So I'm ex- I'm interested to try like the candy corn. <laughs> um, I really enjoy candy corn. Do you? I do. Ugh. I know. I I don't know what it. I don't know what's wrong with me. I know everybody hates it. You know, I think the candy corn's not bad, but the candy pumpkins is. Oh yeah, that's too much. I like those two. Okay. All right. All right. So (laughs) 
also picked, I also went to the Blue Sun Soda Shop in the Spring Lake Park location. They're they're o original, the OG, the OG. And I picked up as advertised on their social medias, a Virgil's Bavarian Nutmeg Root Beer. Mm-hmm. Excited about that. And then I also said treat yourself, and I bought um, another one of the Indian Wells um, Special Reserve Root Beers. One of the big ones with the wax over the cap. Yeah. And then from Rocket Fizz, a gold mine root beer, which is the same thing, you know, yeah. wax over the cap. So I picked up some some big time root beers for me to try. I mean, it's exciting. Because I like those ones, yeah. So we, we talked, you said you had an Oak Creek, you had a Twigs, you had the Johnny Ryan Birch beer and their root beer. Yeah, I bought a, uh, here I got a, look at the picture because i'm not going to run back to the fridge right now you want me to tell you what they are yeah so you have the reading draft birch beer as well mm-hmm. yep I, I've, we've had their rip beer before that was one of the first rip beers that we tried when we started doing rip beer radio actually i have no idea how you remember any of this about <laughs> <laughs> it just sticks in my brain uh, i love you for it um <laughs> Then you also got the Red Arrow Rip Beer, which is from Orca. I'm, I'm pretty sure I've had that one before. I just can't remember it. A lot of these I think I've had before, with the exception of uh, Johnny Ryan. I don't think I've had those before. Yeah. Um, but I think I've had these. Uh, I tried these so long ago that I couldn't remember them. But Twig, uh, Twigs, I was really surprised by. Yeah. I thought it was a little medicinal from the last time I tasted it, which was years ago. Yeah, I tend to like that though. I kind of like the uh, the herbal spicy kind of uh, kind of flavoring because you, you can get like the really smooth jazz kind of you know vanilla flavors from anywhere, but a lot of people do it wrong. Why would you say smooth jazz? Because it's because I just want to get underneath your skin. Smooth jazz vanilla is that like a hit on Kenny G? No. <laughs> uh, but you know, like. Uh, you know, the, the standard root beer vanilla kind of yeah. flavor that that's a very common, but like there's, there's examples of where they like, they knock it out of the park, like 1919 love that to death. <laughs> but the, but like, there's a lot of ones that are like, well, th- this is fine, but it's not exciting. Right. So, so when I came across twigs and it kind of had that like spicy herbal background, I'm like, Ooh, this is uh this is interesting. Hmm. Hmm. No, no. You know, it's. I, I was. I always think it's interesting, like when you think about root beers and they're like where they're from. Mm-hmm. But like Oak Creek is a Wisconsin one. Twigs is a Wisconsin one, and then the Johnny Ryan's. Those are from. Are they upstate New York? I think they're upstate New York. Let's see here. Yeah, Niagara Falls, New York. I knew it was, I thought it was Niagara. Okay. So they're upstate New York. Reading draft is from Reading, Pennsylvania. And then that red arrow is Orca's out in Washington. I don't know. I just think it's interesting. There's a lot of Wisconsin rip beers. Yeah. Oh, I just want to go to all these places. Swim in the rip beer. You know, when, when we finally can, uh, you know, leave our homes again, I'll be excited to, uh, you know, do like maybe a little road show. Yeah. That might be a fun weekend. Uh, driving around, oh. but 
not just a weekend. We're going months, man. <laughs> oh. Yeah. <laughs> no full-time rip your radio. Um, man, I keep drinking this, even though I don't like this. Met this. Clean <laughs> my car with it, but I'm going to keep drinking. <laughs> that doesn't get better. It does not get better. Yeah, you got to let it breathe a little. <laughs> but like drinking bourbon is like, I don't know. What's, what's, oh, a- no, bourbon's much more pleasant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> at least bourbon also has the redeeming quality of giving you a nice little, little buzz. But, uh, yeah, this one had yeah, just disappointment. <laughs> trying to figure it out I, I i am i am getting kind of a kick out of uh out of uh, your reactions here because you and i have a very different threshold for bitterness uh i mean like i i guess that's obvious i drink a lot of you know hoppy bitter beers mm-hmm. uh and that's some that's a quality that i tend to kind of like but like I've noticed that like if something has kind of a bitter quality, you're very quick to point it out that that that's in the background. Like not so. a bitter, like anything. Yeah. I don't know. All right. I don't know. It can have redeeming qualities. I, okay. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, we had a, we had some, some ups and downs with our, with our new red beers that we're making. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to try another uh, all natural one here. So I'll try your little, Calzone uh, tea bag method. Yes, try it. Make sure you use a regular. What? What's the here? Use a, a nice stapler. Like uh, I have a couple staplers. I'm trying to find. Have you seen my stapler? Is a nice swing line. <laughs> you, it's a, nice <laughs> it's a swing line. <laughs> got two nice swing lines. This one's all metal though. Oh, this is a nice stapler. You know how much <laughs> you go for these days? Look at I can. I have n- I have no idea. And neither do I. Oh man! Oh, look at that! I'm gonna staple like a wall or something. Swing, <laughs> nice. <laughs> Change the way the staples shoot, but I won't because I'm not a heathen. Yeah. Staples out. All right. So we've got some stuff, some some places to go with our rip beer. We're excited. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to be uh, making them again because there was kind of a long hiatus on that for a while. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm considering buying one of those growler works growlers. Did I tell you about those? Did I show you, sent you a link? Yeah, I think you did. I'm hugely considering it. Is that a word? Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, cause I, I want to like carbonate with CO2. Mm-hmm. I don't want to use this. I'm sick of the club soda route. Just am. And but and and that's a way to do it in a small enough size. Yeah, you know what we could do, you know, especially once we open up and we start recording in person again. Yeah, uh, is that I do have a kegerator. Right. I could just charge up a five gallon keg of of water, have carbonated water on on delivery. Yeah, but I like to have like a root beer. That's good. okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like because whenever I mix here, I don't know if it's happening for you over there too. Maybe it's just the quality of club soda I bought, but it doesn't really carbonate that well. Yeah, I don't know. That's just, yeah, I mean it's not the best way to do it, but I'm always, always searching. 
Always searching. Always be searching. That's right. All right. Well, a right. couple new brews. Next time, I think we're going to have a guest. Unconf- yeah. Unconfirmed as of right now, but I think we're going to have a guest on the next one or two episodes. This is a first for us. Yeah. First guest that's not my wife. Right. right. <laughs> I mean, we've had other people make cameos, but not like specific guests. So this is going to be fun. Yeah, I'm excited. Me too. All right. Well, happy holidays, everyone. Yeah, happy holidays. My name's Dave. And I'm Matt. We are Root Beer Radio. Two brothers set out on a lifelong quest to brew some root beer. Discuss all the controversial topics that plague the root beer community. We're talking root beer radio. With two guys who love root beer. Root beer radio. A podcast about root beer. Root beer radio. Yeah, it's all about root beer. Root beer radio. Talk about what